0: Why are you so nervous, Marcus? It's all right, mate. <laughs>
1: good day, chick. And I'll just say, I right will to him,
0: I'll say, good day, Toots. Did the t- boys take the piss out of it? Yes, we did, but we all did enjoy.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 108 of the Pressure Point podcast. Quinny, how are you, mate? How was your weekend?
0: Good mate. It was a good weekend. Nice to uh relax. It didn't work. I actually didn't play footy, the other team forfeited this week. So it was nice to have two days completely to myself, relaxed. It was good. I'm rejuvenated and ready to go for another week. Yeah. Yourself? Oh. Footy course. footy aside first. Footy Foot,
1: uh, aside. Footy aside, Um you know it was actually a pretty good weekend. Um, you know, the lovely Kristen got back from a three week overseas trip. So that's right. the
0: bachelor pad is gone.
1: Exit that's it. Yeah, had the house to myself for, for three weeks, so she's come come back now and I mean nothing really changed because she was she's pretty crook so didn't really talk to her all weekend um so <laughs> <It's a> poor, <laughs> poor thing but uh but now it's good to have her back so now it was a pretty good weekend just yeah just chilled out and and uh yeah hung out with her so um, and then yeah finished off with the blues on Sunday so it was a great weekend
0: <laughs> <laughs> just the cherry on top the Carlton game wasn't it
1: yeah mate let's talk about it later I'm not ready
0: you're not ready? I'm I'm like, not ready? Well, it was an interesting week of footy. It, we were saying before, it really was a little bit of an uneventful week. Um, mm. in terms of sort of news stories and things like that. Not much happened. It wasn't too spectacular, but I guess one of the better things of the week was Josh Kennedy, um, or Sad, I guess, that he played in his retirement game, but he kicked eight. Mm. What a what a send off. I mean, he, he had the chance there to kick his ninth and sort of send them home there, the Eagles, but that just fell short by sixteen points. But geez, I mean yeah, he had another season left in him, didn't he? West Coast one or the Sydney one? Oh, both yes. really, but no, West, West Coast, Josh Kennedy. You got it right this there's time. There's a few people out there that are still hanging a <laughs> shit on me for that. So uh, West Coast, Josh Kennedy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. Uh, that was the second most goals in a farewell game of any player
0: ever. Do you know who number one was?
1: Fred Fanning, kicked 18. That makes sense. 18, just yeah. a lazy. 18 on his last games.
0: You were ten off, Josh.
1: Yeah, so that's pretty incredible. So it's really he's he's got the most in like the modern, in the modern, modern, era. modern times. Yeah, in the modern era, absolutely. No one's kicking those sort of goals anymore. So, but no, it was great, great to see him do that. And yeah, he should have had ten.
0: He should have had ten for sure. But he was one of those players. I feel. I mean, I saw Fremantle made a post recognizing him. And, you know, I was, I think, it was well loved by the footy community. Mm. He's done so many great things. I mean. I'm a big, big fan of Josh Kennedy, and it was only last year that he kicked a goal after the siren to knock the Tigers off. So mm. I have a lot of reasons to not like Josh Kennedy, but no, he was um, a superb player. And it was sad to see him wrap up a couple of rounds early, but yeah. maybe he just wanted to do it on the home deck and a game maybe they thought they were going to go to the line with.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's their last...
0: Oh no, I think they got one more. Well, I think. Oh.
1: They've
0: got an away game technically against Frio... Yeah, but so this is Optus, like, but this is their last home home in front band. of their
1: fans. Yeah, so he yeah. wanted to do it. Then no, no, I, I get it. It's it was, yeah, it was great to see, him. they even put um, uh, the painting on the ground as well of his kicking action. So they did do
0: that, which was good. You know,
1: you're a serious player when you when you've got that on your on your last game. So, um, but no, he's been great. Obviously, started his career at Carlton, um, part of that Judd trade. So well, this sparks uh, a I debate. Knew you, I knew, you yeah, were ask well, it.
0: it's it's been all over the media circles this week, and it gets brought up at least three times a year. As a Carlton supporter, what, what are your thoughts? Which club, not individual player, which club do you think won but, that trade? But
1: why why does someone have to win it? Why can't both win it?
0: No, I personally, I think, I think, both, both, I think both did win it. But yeah, do you think there's a... Because I mean, look, it depends on how you look at it. What were both clubs after with those Same. individual players? But you could argue Carlton... I'm not saying that word, but you could argue Carlton were just looking for an inspirational leader to you know, good on-field performances to sort of build a group around him. That could have been what they were looking for. No, I might not necessarily thought he'll take us to the, a flag, but he'll build these young guys up potentially, you know what I mean? Whereas mm. Kennedy lasted longer, but he's also younger. So it's a it's – oh, and so you can't say West Coast Premiership was on he, Kennedy's shoulders. Are you saying the only reason why
1: West Coast win that is because they won a Premiership with Kennedy?
0: Well, I don't think they necessarily but Is that. Did that is that,
1: that why people are tipping it over into his favour? Or that, to that, West Coast favour? I don't
0: think that's the sole reason, but it's definitely part of the argument. Well, it took I mean, you, you play footy to win flags, and yeah. they won one with Kennedy, but yeah, it was 2018. And when, when did the trade happen? 2007. Yeah, so yeah. It, it, that's. I don't really think that you can uh, for use me, that to stand on. I, I think, yeah. I, I think, I think both win, but yeah. gun to my
1: head, I'd say Judd, simply because that's what Carlton needed at the time. Carlton were on their knees as a club. Um, we had absolutely no standards. We had no players of that ilk at our club, and and he came and transformed us. And um, you know, a year later, took us to the finals. And we we played, I think, four of the next five final series with Judd there um, as captain. And he won three BNFs, won a Brownlow, all Australian. Like, yeah, well, like what? If- like like how, how can you not say that Carlton? Like how can you automatically like people have been like, oh, West Coast easily won that. How can you how can you say that when you just see what Judd achieved
0: at Carlton? I'm glad I brought this up. No, well no, I no, I agree with you. I don't think it's I'm not a, it's saying, simple it either as way. saying yeah, I don't think it's that simple. I mean you look at the the accomplishments, the individual ones itself, Judd wins mm. because of everything he's done, but yeah, Kennedy's obviously had a fair few himself as well. Yeah. Um, you know, goal kicking wise especially. But, but Judd yeah.
1: took a shit Carlton team to four final series.
0: Well, that's, what I, that's why I said what I said before. Did, mm. What did Carlton get Judd there for? To bring us back up the ladder. Exactly. And he did that.
1: Yeah, he did. So He I achieved mean, it. Yeah, we didn't get the flag. We got close one year in 2011, but he didn't deliver it. And you know.
0: But you can't. It's also an 18-man team. You can't exactly. blame it on one yeah. guy. But yeah, exactly right. So, you know, I'm still haunted by 2013 with the performance he put on. So exactly. he was in that inspirational yeah. leader, like I said, that Carlton was probably looking for and didn't have. Whereas, I guess West Coast were probably lacking it. Well, were they even really lacking a key forward back in 2007? Probably not. It was Lynch back no. still playing around then? No. I the no, I
1: don't think Josh Kennedy played in a bad West Coast team apart from this year.
0: So <laughs> to be honest, look, I think they had a couple of years where they were sort of down a little yeah, bit. But, but not, then, yeah, they had the 2015 not, Grand Final, the 2018 flag. Not Carlton with, levels are bad. Not Carlton levels are bad, no. no. So I think Melbourne are the only ones that have yeah, been there.
1: Exactly. So, Kennedy's had the better team around him. But Judd, I think. Did more for that team. Yeah. Well, it's it an interesting
0: to. debate. I, 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 it's I love, a great I love debate. that it gets brought up, you know, at I least think three times a year. I just don't
1: think, I don't, I can't see how people are so easy to, to choose one.
0: I think a lot of the reason people would go Kennedy as well is because Kennedy's still going. So people just go, oh, well, Kennedy's still out there. But you don't forget what's happened because <laughs> it's this quick and easy answer to go, oh, well, Kennedy's still there, won a flag two years ago yeah. or, you know, whatever it was now. But when you think about it, like you said, everything that's happened in the past, 2011, 12, 13, people forget how long ago that was. Yeah, exactly. That so recency bias. Yeah, 100%. That's probably the uh, – I could have mm. saved all that talking by just saying recency bias. Yeah, but that's, yeah. that's pretty much it. So
1: Exactly. So great debate. I think both teams win. End of story. Yeah.
0: Like, I think it was – yeah, it worked out well for both sides. No, yeah. other, t- no other team would be complaining with um, doing what they did. So Exactly. And back then as well, unless I'm mistaken – Carlton wouldn't have probably seen what happened to Feb coming either, would they?
1: No. No. See, we had Judd for two years with Feb. Yeah. Until Feb ruined it. So well, There you go. But that
0: would that would have thought, why do we don't need a Josh Kennedy? We've got a Feb here. Yeah, exactly. Who's best forward in the comp. Mm-hmm. So anyway, move on.
1: Yes, let's not uh Yeah. We talk about <laughs> that all day. Um Pies. 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 What the hell? Seriously.
0: Now I want to I want to say this because I've been getting hounded a little bit about it all week. There's been a couple of Collingwood oh. supporters in my ear that would uh, that would love. <laughs> was that the prediction? That would that no came no up no actually, the no. Surprisingly, it's not about me. That was mostly tongue in cheek, and you know it was as well. <laughs> you remember good and well that that was tongue and cheek. I was looking for a reaction. I've had a few Collingwood supporters um, reach out to me asking for an apology from yourself. Actually. From me? Yeah. From you? Really? Yeah. Saying they, what? They, they didn't like that you were claiming that, uh, that they've just been lucky and. They're not as good as what they, what everyone thinks they are. Well, they're now sick and sit, sitting second on the ladder. Mm. They've knocked off Melbourne twice now in their stretch of eleven wins in a row. Some of them would like you to admit that Collingwood is actually a good side. I think
1: after the weekend, yes, definitely. But stats don't. It's always a
0: but. <laughs> stats don't lie. <laughs> well, what stats are we referring to?
1: I'm not arguing. I'm just. Did you see the differential in the key stats on the on the game against Melbourne? There's I no did. They way. Got there's no way Collingwood should have won that game. And that's been the story every single week. So what is it? But, that? like, good on them for winning. Like, did you see the last two minutes of that game? How yeah. defensive Collingwood were. Yeah. They would throw five, six, seven players onto the ball and just ball up after ball up after ball up. I mean, it's getting in the win. Good on them. But well, it's it's a way to saying, win games. Of free. Yeah, You're they're, grinding it out. They're, they're defying logic at the moment.
0: Well, absolutely. 11 in a row mm. at this point. Yeah, I, I mean, we I mean, have like been they're saying they're for the last seven weeks. They're a good side. Last, but I,
1: I think they can win the flag now, definitely.
0: Oh, there it is. Well, I there think, you go, Collingwood supporters.
1: Why not? Like this They've won 11 in a row. They're sitting second. Yeah. Yeah. There the, you go. <laughs> massive, massive amount of luck to get there. Let's, let's not beat around the bush here. I think they can all admit that as well. But they're getting the job done and that's the main thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, you can't, yeah, you can't argue with results at the no. end of the day, I guess. And I know a good friend of the show, Max, will be pretty happy with that. So he, well, he, he was the main
1: one. I Thought he might be one of. them. He was the
0: main one that was yeah. reaching out, but I, I heard a few whispers. But yeah, they were they were unbelievable in the weekend. And this was one of those games where I can safely say I think Melbourne and that was only a seven point margin. But I think Melbourne, especially in that last quarter, they were outplayed. Mm. They Collingwood just they played their own game against them. That defensive style of footy, they which just you just mentioned, them and, and hunted them. It was ridiculous. And I mean, the tone was set early. I mean, it's been all over the you know socials, that Braden Maynard tackle mm. on Ed Langdon early. Like, that was huge. And then the, last, the other one he did against Neil Bullen. like, mm. those little moments set games of football up. And especially the Ed Langdon one happened so early in the game. And it was all there. But you saw he knocked got Langdon down. About three Collingwood supporters – oh, players, sorry, not supporters. Mm. That'd be illegal. Three Congo players all ran to Langdon and were just getting stuck into yeah. him. And it's like you, the team fed off that. And you yeah. could tell.
1: It was good. And no, I love that. I love that whole uh, Langdon um, versus Collingwood.
0: See, I love that Langdon said that. Yeah, it was great because I like it's, people are too. I he wasn't wrong. Censored in what these. he said. <laughs> <laughs> now you're backflipping. <laughs> but I think I feel like players, coaches. Every, I think everyone's too censored at the moment. Like we, they're too afraid to say certain things because oh, that, that's not nice, mm. you know. Like I, even last week we spoke about what Mark McVeigh said mm. about the Giants players. Like I love that he said that. It's, it's, it's honesty. It's brutal, but it's but it's honesty. I like that. So. I thought it was not good that Ed Langdon said that, but also loved that Collingwood sort of took that to heart and got stuck into yeah, it as good. well. Like it, it makes for a yeah. bit of a theme and a bit of a, a lot of theater.
1: theater to it, and that's yeah. that's what I love, and that's what the American sports are really good at—is that sort of stuff. And I hope it happens more often here because that added another element to that Friday night game. So hopefully, yeah, hopefully we see more of it.
0: One of the uh, the Friday night fixtures that actually made sense as well.
1: Yes, it was great, and that was probably the game of the year. I think for mine, that has was the to, best yeah, game I've has seen. To be up there for sure. Yeah.
0: Um, Rich what? Rich Moon. Mate, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> look, it's funny though how... We're Big talking win against th- a team that's...
1: Uh, season's done and you know, really look like they checked out
0: in the Yo. back half of that game. Yeah, well, I'd be checking out too if we were dominating the way we were dominating, but... Oh, look, I think it's never easy to go over to Adelaide and beat Port. I mean, they've had some good games recently. They got close to Collingwood within six points. I think they only lost by about two two goals to Geelong the week before that. So they've been putting in good performances. So I was nervous heading into this one, but it, we just needed to get the win. I mean, finals on the line, We, you know, you get to win these sorts of games. Like you said, they're not a top eight team, so we should have been expected to beat them. But they were the heavy favourites. We went over there and got the job done. And now I'm... Um, now I'm even more nervous heading into the back last two games of the year because they're very winnable games, but they're also the type of games that Richmond tend to drop. So nervous, but I was very happy with that performance on the weekend. And Daniel Rioli, for me, I'm just astonished with what he's the work he's been able to do off that half back line. He's been tagged a couple of games and went a bit quiet, but geez, when he's on, he's absolutely on and is he's a goal kicking weapon now as well from the half back that, you know, we probably underutilised in previous years.
1: Yeah, he's a superstar. That game I sat that night was great. He was all over it, and he's going to be in the conversation. There's another halfback for All Australian, isn't he? He'll, there's an endless amount of them this year there's that are a going lot. to be. There's, there's going to a be lot. an unlucky f- few players that miss out. The
0: squad of 44 will be very interesting. Or is it mm. 44? Yeah, yeah. That'll be very interesting to see if he makes that. he will um, be up there, absolutely. I, th- I, th- I think there's other halfbacks that are in front of him for sure, but I think he's had a great year and considering well, he was a small forward last year.
1: We said the word before, recency bias. It's going to go in his favour.
0: Well, you never know. It will. You never know. But yeah, he's been playing some really good footy and I've been stoked with him. But another player, I wanted to ask you about this because I've seen the comments, we spoke about them earlier, but a couple of media reporters at the moment and people out there, they're all, some people are saying that they consider Shea Bolton the best player in the comp. Now, I don't agree with that. I think he's very, very good and one of the most watchable players in the comp. What do you think is the reason that some people are like are saying these sorts of things? Because obviously you look at guys like Clayton Oliver, Petrarca, Cripps at his very best. Like all these guys are you, they're so different to the way Shea Bolton plays footy. But do you reckon it's just that X factor that he's got that yeah, sort of makes him stand out? Excitement yeah.
1: levels, X factor. Um, he can yeah produce magical moments. I think mean, that's what stands out. Th- yeah, best player in be a- the comp's a big stretch. What well, but he's Nathan, been good. I liked
0: what Nathan Brown said. Nathan Brown said if he works on his accuracy in front of goal, then he arguably would be the best player in the comp because he's kicked thirty nine goals, thirty nine behinds for the year, which is an incredible amount of scoring opportunities for a guy that plays half midfield, half forward. And if he kicks, I don't know. Let's just say, let's just say he's kicked fifty plus goals this year and only missed twenty odd you'd have to say he's one of the best players in the comp because he's kicking mm. 50 plus goals but also playing out of the midfield yeah it's true so i think he's only accuracy away from being one of the best players in the comp but i think at the moment well i'll just you know i'll easily uh, settle with most watchable player in the comp
1: yeah oh, absolutely he's right up there he's he's freakish with the things that he like not not only does he um kick ridiculous goals but he's taken massive grabs he's so he's he's,
0: a, he's just hard as a hard matchup yeah, defensively because hard. it's who who takes him he's yeah. too quick he's too agile. So I, I I love watching him play. But yeah, he can also be frustrating when he misses some easy ones in front yeah. of goal. But I don't know. Is that just because he's young? Is he a bit too arrogant? I don't know. It's probably a, a few things. But anyway, I love watching him. Yeah.
1: No, he's, he's great to watch. Um, what's not great to watch at the moment is uh, <sighs> is the Blues absolutely unraveling. Well, I still don't know what to say. <laughs> like, honestly, like, I feel like it was a big rant last week and now I'm just... You're just a bit flat. I'm just flat, exhausted from it. Like it's All the good work we've done this season is looking likely to amount to nothing this year.
0: I love the way you word that because a lot of Cohen supporters have been talking like the season's done. I mean, it's not. There's still two games left and there is also a way that you lose both of those and still play finals. So the season's not done. I understand the disappointment with two poor losses. It's just the way we're playing. Yeah, I think the Adelaide game, definitely. And then Brisbane, nah, the way you played in the first few quarters was actually was pretty poor, I guess. It's disgusting. But then it's bizarre to me that you can come out and have a last quarter like you did. I mean, you can argue Brisbane took the foot off the throttle a little bit, but you, you kick, what, eight goals in the quarter? Was it seven yeah. or eight goals eight. in the quarter? Like, that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And you piled them on, I think you kick like four and four minutes one point in three and three minutes. Like, it was nuts. So it's just, for me, I think if you can have a first quarter and set the tone early, like your last quarter, then who knows what could happen in your last two games. But it's just whether or not you come out and play like that.
1: Yeah. People say, yeah, you, you just need to win one of your last two games. But it's uh, you it's easy to put, no, it, said put it into context. We're playing Melbourne and Collingwood. Yeah. it's It, it doesn't get much harder than that.
0: Well, Collingwood only win because they're lucky.
1: Well, they can't <laughs> lose, as we know. That so, is true.
0: Although, I do have a, yeah, a thought about that, but... We'll talk about it later. Careful but yeah. what
1: you say because they'll start crying.
0: <laughs> this is true. But yeah, no, look, it's look. I understand the frustration, but I don't know. I think of two poor games, obviously the timing of them isn't ideal. Like I know, if, yeah, like you said, if you win one more, you're a lock for finals. But I think, I don't think that's season over um, for Carlton. But not, I think they've been too good all year to now just drop it. But uh, I yeah. think they'll still squeeze in.
1: I don't know, but then it's like... Even if we just fall into the finals from here and we don't win a game or, or whatever happens, geez, we're not going in with great form, are we? Like no, what's that, the, that what's doesn't the, help. What's the point in playing? You're well, just gonna get embarrassed.
0: What do you what do you define as a successful season then? If you guys play final just say you make finals or lose first round. Is that is that a success depends, because you made it to, it to the it finals? Happen.
1: Depends how it happens. So if like if you get belted. If we get belted in, in the final, coming off the beltings that we're getting at the moment. No, that's a
0: failed year. So, what if you finish? What if you finish eighth, and you go over to Perth and play Freo and Freo you over there, like smash us? Oh, like twenty points. Dep-
1: again, it depends on how the game goes, yeah. how we play. Yeah. yeah, but if if we obviously win one of our last two, make finals, play a good final, just fall short, you can probably count that as as a success. But if we go winless for the rest of the year and dish up a shocking finals performance then that's a fail
0: yeah well. because we've fallen in well it hasn't been made any easier with the, um, the suspension of Paddy Cripps yeah from uh, yesterday's game yeah I know no good yeah what, when you saw it did you think straight away he's gone or what were your thoughts
1: yeah like it it didn't look good did not look good I thought the more you look at it the more you like it, it is a footy action like it's just a big hit. But, uh, yeah, in, li- in, in live play, it doesn't look good.
0: No, and I think, I mean, you can talk all day about the inconsistency of the MRO, but there were some hits all year that were f- genuine football acts. They got given weeks. Mm. And as soon as I saw Cripps leave the ground, mm.
1: that's never a good look. Yeah, you're responsible for what happens after that.
0: Exactly. And he did leave the game and didn't come on. And as much as it shouldn't be um, outcome-based, it is. Yeah whether we like it or not. So or until it suits him, actually, then sometimes it's not. But, yeah, I think as soon as he left the ground, I thought, oh, mm. he's in trouble. Mm. Um, It was interesting It was interesting to get the different takes. I was listening to the radio when it happened, Triple M, and they were all talking about how that's it, he's gone, he's rubbed out, like that was ridiculous. I can't, like, how is his, you know? And then I get home, put the TV on, and they was talking about, oh, there's nothing in it. Mm. So it was interesting to get the different takes on yeah. the hit, but Carlton well, will no doubt fight it.
1: Well, the umpire didn't even pay for a free kick. Well, that's the thing. So, like, I it doesn't look good. I thought he'd get suspended, but he shouldn't get suspended. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So you. I. You thought he would because you know what the MRO. Yeah.
1: Because you know what they're going to do. Yeah. They've set a precedent with that. You don't agree with. But I think that's. I think that is a football action. That's just a heavy hit. Unlucky that he got concussed.
0: But. I thought. I thought a week for mine. I thought a week. But I did think it was a football action, but I think once you choose to leave the ground, you're then responsible for the, for what happens to that player. So I thought it was a week, but I did think it was a football act as well, which obviously contradicts I mean, itself. He also
1: had his eyes on the ball the whole time. Yeah, no, that's true. So he's he just. A, I think it doesn't help that he's so body. huge. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a big body. Did you see, I think we heard it before, that the Willie Rowley one in round one against Matt Routt, pretty much the exact same thing. It was yeah. identical. And he got nothing for it because Matt Rowell was fine.
0: Well, there we go. There's the but inconsistencies that's, that's, that's again. that's ridiculous. Well, and then I know being a Richmond supporter, a lot of the groups I'm in have been bringing it up as well. The Marlon Pickett Shepherd um, on Hawthorne earlier in the season. Mm. It was just a, a, a Shepherd knocked the guy cold on his feet, but yeah. like got up, played the rest of the game, no issue. And Pickett misses two weeks for a yeah, bump. It's ridiculous. And it, it, from what I remember, it wasn't high. I could be mm. mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't even high. It was just a bump and said it could have been. High contact. Mm. It was a shepherd, which last time I checked is a footy action. So the inconsistencies are always going to be there, and obviously for Carlton, it's just come at the worst possible time. Yeah, it's,
1: it's the timing of it is horrible, and to, <laughs> to have your worst run of form at this time of the season is just mind blowing. But
0: not ideal. But we uh, did we did do the maths and we looked it up and. Good news for you and I in our relationship, anyway, is that uh, Richmond and Carlton can't face off in the first week of finals, no matter what happens from here. So that's a no. Richmond and Carlton elimination final, which that is uh, can face news. off in a grand final. Correct. So <laughs> that's that's a different story altogether. But elimination <laughs> final was out uh, the window for both of us. Yes. Thank God, because remember there was a one point earlier in the season where I thought, I was oh, looking God, likely, this could happen. You guys are looking to finish fifth, and we were eighth. Mm. I thought, like, Oh no. So mm. anyway. <laughs>
1: Oh geez, yeah. There's Hold more on. teams in Richmond and Carlton. We'll there, move is, on. there is. There um, is. Well, big news today. Some uh, nostalgic bit stuff of stuff was blast, happening today. A
0: bit of a blast from the yeah. past.
1: Big uh, Wayne Carey and Anthony Stevens going to blows again after that 2002 incident. Where for those that don't know, I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't know, but yeah, Carey obviously.
0: We have some younger folk out here. Yeah, it's true.
1: Well, yeah, back in 2002, Wayne Carey. Um, Got with Anthony Stevens's wife, um, uh, at a club function, I believe it was, or somewhere, um, in the toilets, uh, I believe as well.
0: I believe, yeah, Allegedly. <laughs> I believe it was. We yeah. should have asked Corey McKernan what we had in mind. Yeah, we probably should have. I don't know if he was uh, willing to divulge. He probably um, would have, to uh, be honest. Kerry's yeah. one of his best mates. Maybe yeah. not. He mightn't <laughs> have gone into that one too closely. But yeah, so Sam Edmund, I saw this. Sam Edmund posted on uh, SEN. he wrote an article about it. Um, witnesses say that Wayne Carey and, um, went at Stevens, accusing him of talking behind his back and telling people he couldn't be contacted and to not bother trying to catch up with him, but then being fine when they were face-to-face. Um, Onlookers said at one stage the pair had to be separated with several former teammates left stunned by Carey's outburst. Now, Carey's probably had a good run in the media in the sense that like he hasn't done anything controversial recently, but I think being the star that he was, it tends to get covered up a little bit. He's had a bit of a tainted Mm. past, and this probably doesn't help, especially when it's like, you're the wrongdoer here, Wayne. You slept with your teammate's wife, Mm. and you were the captain as well. That's not ideal, and you do lash out at him like he was in the wrong for talking shit behind your back. I think he has every right to talk shit behind your back. You just got to own that one. Yeah. Look, I, I wasn't there. I don't understand. You know, you know, don't know the ins and outs of it all. But it's a definitely uh, interesting one, and like I said, a bit of a blast in the past of this coming back up. I mean, how many years later? It's twenty years ago. It Was two thousand two. So yeah, so yeah, it's been twenty yeah, years. Exactly twenty. So years. So for that to get brought up again yep. is, um, yeah, quite interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely crazy when I heard that today. Um, something you could never get over. So completely understandable from Stephen's point of view, but I think Kerry's just a. Yeah,
0: he's just a. I think he's ruthless.
1: Yeah, I mean, ruthless character I, that wouldn't really phase him too much. You yeah. Know, I've like heard, Just a big macho.
0: I have heard some Wayne Carey stories that aren't so suitable I, for podcasts yeah. and you just think, oh, these are true. Mm. Wow. It doesn't surprise you though either. No, not stories. at all. Not at all. I mean when you got the fame and stardom and it gets to a lot of people's heads and you know, maybe I don't know we Wayne should, Carey, um, but yeah.
1: We should make a pressure point uncut. And then we can talk about the stories. You should. Uh, you can actually it find it on Patreon now. So if you want, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, if you want to um, subscribe, it's only twenty five dollars a week. Um, <laughs> you get all the exclusives. <laughs>
1: uh, well, sticking with North Melbourne, Jaden Stevenson. What the hell was he thinking on the weekend? Wow.
0: Now I thought we could get talking about the game. it really, it was a nothing game. Sydney just did what we knew they were going to do. But this is probably the summary of. Jaden Stevenson, since he's left Collingwood. Well, actually, after his first season in North, he was pretty Mm. good, I thought. But wow, for those that didn't see it. So, Jaden Stevenson's had a kick in from fullback. Buddy Franklin has intercepted the poorly timed and poorly placed kick. And Stevenson has literally turned around, faced the opposite way, put his hands on his head, and just sort of felt sorry for himself. Meanwhile, Buddy Franklin's played on and ran to the goal square and basically kicked a goal right in Stevenson's face and it gave him a little bump on the way past. Now, that is the most embarrassing...
1: It happened twice, by the way. Have you seen the other...
0: I've only seen the oh. one. I oh, can't you've it only seen the buddy I've one? I've only seen the buddy oh. one. This just happened
1: twice. Not So the second one wasn't in the goal square, but very similar where he was turned around and like...
0: Just not so not, not,
1: not And Errol Gooden ran straight in and kicked the goal.
0: Now, <laughs> if you're a potential suitor for North Melbourne, and Alistair Clarkson, just say... Oh, imagine Clarko at this, and you see that. Are you more inclined to want to join that club and turn things mm. around and sort players like him out, or are you just thinking there is no hope? Senator him to Tassie. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. nah, <laughs> imagine. Which actually would be worse for Clarkson because he's going. He wants to go there anyway, yeah. eventually. So Clarko would sort that out. Oh 100 percent. I mean, you, 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 I, I can't understand the lack of effort or just complacency. We're just From an AFL player at that unaware, level.
1: Unawareness of what's going on.
0: But it's like just giving up like that. Mm. You don't see that very often. I mean, I know you, people go, oh, you know, they, the team just gave up. They just stopped trying. But it's like this is literally the definition yeah. of gave up. Like he was facing the other way. Mm. So poor. And I'd be, very dis- I'd be so disappointed as a North fan. Like the year hasn't been tough enough. Yeah. You've then got to watch stuff like this happen. And you've got blokes like Jack Zebel out there every week putting his body on the mm. line, giving his all. And then yeah, you've got Stevenson doing this on the other end of the ground. So yeah, yeah, very disappointing.
1: Yeah. All right, let's move on, mate, to round twenty-two Another coming up 40. this week. Round twenty-second last week of the home and away season, which is absolutely absurd. Um, but footy is getting hotter. Um, there's I'm feeling be it. Some more implications this weekend, and big one Friday night, St Kilda and Brisbane at Marvel.
0: Wow. Well, a lot to play for for both teams. Brisbane yep. looking for that top four and Saints just need a win to, you know, try and lock themselves into the top eight spot. And let me tell you, for me, I know if St. Kilda lose this week and the Tigers get up, we're a lock. Well, we both need
1: the Saints to lose.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm rooting heavily for the Lions at the moment. But mm. Marvel Stadium, did the Saints pull pull something out? I mean, they did that. like I said, they just need to win. Um and I think they can potentially get away with one win maybe and then other results have to go their way. So yeah. They'll want both, obviously. You want two wins, but geez, it's gonna be gonna be tough. I, I think because it's not at the G and there's no hoodoo there, Brisbane can get the job done at Marvel Stadium. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think Brisbane at, at Marvel should get the job done, especially this time of the year. I think mean, they're too good of a team to um to do what they did the other week against you guys. And yeah, well they drop nearly a, did it again. 40 point lead.
0: Which we didn't touch yeah. on. I know we focused on the negatives from Carlton but Brisbane were 57 points up at three quarter time and you guys got within what two kicks
1: I think it was 16 points
0: yeah which that's a ridiculous margin blown and they did it against Richmond so they've obviously got something to look at inward there too because that's yeah. a problem for them but I don't think they'll let it happen again and I reckon they'll get the job done yes
1: I think Brisbane as well Saints have got probably got the hardest run home of those teams vying for eighth spot let's on, say. Pa- on paper absolutely yep. Speaking of one of those teams, Saturday Arbour got the Doggies and the Giants at Marvel as well.
0: Again at Marvel, and I can't make any case for the Giants at the they moment. They were better
1: last week. They were much better. But they played um, against an insipid Essendon team. I was
0: going to say, the opposition wasn't exactly uh, mm. up to a high standard. Well, but actually,
1: yeah. the orange team. The orange team.
0: Thanks, Kelly Underwood. The uh, the <laughs> orange team faces the Bulldogs at Marvel Stadium. That was ridiculous. we talk about <laughs> that? That's ridiculous. I know people hang a lot it of shit on Kelly real. Underwood. And look, you know what? Like, I know it's. You'll get some people that say, "Oh, you just don't want a female commentating." I was like, "Well, no, that's not necessarily no. the case." Look, for some people, yeah, there's obviously douchebags out there that don't want that. Kelly Underwood is, for me, isn't that great. I'm better than me, yes, but not that great of a commentator. You can't forget an the AFL Orange. club's name, <laughs> and that wasn't said ironically either. For those that haven't no. heard the fool, like that was she genuinely forgot the Giants' name and called them the Orange Team. They've been in the comp for ten years. Yeah. How do you still not know their name? That's ridiculous. So Ugh. another look, that's another talking point for another day. But yeah, that's nuts. And I think the orange team will lose to the Bulldogs this week at Marvel Stadium.
1: <laughs> yes. The uh, the red, white, and blue will definitely get <laughs> up this weekend. Um where are we? Also, so they. I've got Adelaide and North. I wasn't. I was going to run with the team colours for these guys, but I think we just leave it there. It's too embarrassing. Yeah, we we'll just leave it <laughs> there.
0: We've we've done enough. Um, yeah, no, rule case to North again. Dead rubber. Um, dead rubber. But yeah, Adelaide at home definitely. Yep. Uh,
1: Gold Coast Geelong at Metricon. Cats. I would love to
0: see the Suns just.
1: I would love it too, but their se- their season's done now. I think.
0: Exactly. They're not. They don't have a lot to play for. Maybe just. Bit of pride going into the back end of the year, putting up yeah. some good performances. But, yeah, no, nah, Geelong for me, they're, they're too good and
1: genuinely scary. Very scary. That's 11 in a row now for the Cats. And they might not drop a game all the way to a premiership, which would be which be crazy. So, And if any team's going to do it, it's probably going to be them there. Look at Unstoppable. So, Absolutely. Uh, Saturday night, we've got Melbourne Carlton at the MCG.
0: Wow. Talk about implications. Melbourne are now on the verge of falling out of the top four. Mm-hmm coming off a loss, which many probably didn't predict. I mean, I know Colin would have been on that run, but everyone would have expected Melbourne to get the job done here. So they're coming off a loss and I just, I don't know. I think especially if Cripps isn't playing, I think their midfield just, is too big, too strong. I think they might bully you guys in the middle, which is what your game seems to be centered around. So I think Melbourne for me for this one.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Melbourne as well, especially yeah, with Cri- if Cripps is out. Um, I don't, can't see us winning that at all. Yeah. Um, with the midfield that they've got. So, yeah, Melbourne for mine as well. Uh, Frio West Coast, the Derby. The
0: Derby. Big game.
1: Big game for Freo.
0: Well, that's the thing. I mean, I was going to try and make it a little bit interesting, but I don't think there's much in it here. Mm-hmm. I think Freo just need to win, like I said. They're, they're still, are they still a chance at top four mathematically? Yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, there you go. So, I think they'll be playing for that, and West Coast don't really have much to play for. It's not JK's last game. He's had that. Yeah. That's out of the way. So, they'll probably blot a couple of kids potentially. Who knows? So, yeah, Freo for mine.
1: Yep. Sunday, Richmond Hawthorne at the G. Oh, big game for the Togs. This is a big game. Hawthorne have been good. No,
0: I'm scared about this game. A lot of people go, look at Richmond's run home, Hawks and Essendon, which, yeah, on paper, we should be beating these teams. But we've seen what Hawthorne have done all year and they've had patches where they've had two or three unbelievable weeks and then they've dipped right off. I'm hoping we get them on one of their dips. But you never know and it would be a very Richmond thing to do to blow um, our last two games and not make finals against two, what you would say is easy opposition. Mm. But... Look, I'm giving us I think we're playing good footy at the moment. Our back half against Brisbane and then the whole game against Port I thought were pretty good. So I think we get the Chuckies here.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think mean, Richmond as well. But would not surprise me if Hawthorne got up, given what they've done this season. They've uh, they've knocked off some some decent teams when you don't expect them to. So um, but uh, I think the Tigers as well. Uh Sunday Avo Sydney Collingwood. Yep.
0: Huge. This is going back to what I was saying earlier. I think this could be the game that Collingwood drop. dropped. no, it's everyone's I saying it. Everyone's saying it. I just think a loss could be good for Collingwood because they can still make top four if they just win next week. Am I right? I think I'm right. I think yeah. they can lose this week and win next week and still make so. top four. Yeah. Um, I think a loss would be good for them. I think just a bit of a, a refresher, a bit of a kick up the arse, a bit of a reminder that... They can be beaten because it'd be easy to get you know let these wins get to your head, and you wouldn't blame them either if that is the case, I'm not saying it is, but surprisingly they're not the favorites either, which is shocking to me, but I think just at the SCG, Sydney have a lot to play for as well, top four, I think they'll just get the job done. actually no, not just they'll convincingly get the job done because if it's just tight, Colin would win yeah it's too hard you can't tip against them can nah, you? I, I'm, I'm I'm feeling brave Colin tipping would have ru- them,
1: have ruined my my tipping this year. By like winning every, everything. Because every week you think, oh, that nah, this week, this week they'll lose. They'll lose it this week. They'll lose it. But no. Nah. But i have going Sydney. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's at the SCG. You've
0: been backflipping tonight. <laughs> but you know you took up parkour? Seriously, if Collingwood win this, well, they're not going to lose a game for the rest of the year. And they'll it, win the Premiership. It, it wouldn't surprise me if they win this. I don't think this is the hardest game that they've had. I just think this is... I think this is a good time for them to lose. Not that they do it on purpose, but I think this is the perfect time for them to lose a game. Mm. It's right before finals, you don't want to do it the week before because it's sort of you don't know, want that momentum heading in. But I think this is probably the perfect game for them to lose. Bit of a refresher and yeah, a kickstart. Like I said, but I'm just, yeah, I think Sydney just get this one done because they've been playing some scary footy as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I think Swans two. Last game, Essendon, Port Adelaide, at Marvel, Dead Not rubber. much to really. Talk about here.
0: I think Port get this one. I think they're the better team. They've played some really good footy the last few weeks. and
1: Essendon well, have been pretty good apart from their performance against the Orange team on the weekend. <laughs> but apart from that, they've been pretty good as well. So They have been. I've, but, I've
0: yeah. seen Port do some good things in Melbourne. I know a lot of yep. people say they don't play well away from home. But, yeah, I've seen do some good things. So, yeah, for me, Port Adelaide. It depends on selection, actually, because I mm. want to talk about that quickly. Ken Hinckley, they had Todd Marshall out last week against the Tigers. Todd Marshall wasn't playing. And then they dropped Mitch Georgiades, mm. which, I mean, <laughs> I'm happy, but I thought that was a very brave selection choice when Charlie Dixon's your real only key forward. Finlayson's more in the ruck these days than he is up forward, especially with um, Lysett not around. So interesting choice for mine. but So depending on what they do at selection will make this result go one way or the other. But, yeah, I still think Port Adelaide should get yep. the job done. Yeah, Port for me too. All right,
1: that is... The round twenty-two games done. Um, big round of footy. Very much looking forward to most games there, apart from a couple. Apart from the,
0: the bottom eight dead rubber ones, yeah, really.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be a, a great round of footy. Um, do you have a crimey river? I mean, no, we, not, do we pass on the segments tonight?
0: Yeah, not a lot happened this week, no. like we said. It's it's a well, the crimey river is it? There is no crimey river. There is none. I've got no crimey river. Yeah. Okay. That's it. That's, that's it. it. There's nothing for it this week. There's nothing that's really grinding my gears, made me upset. It was just.
1: I feel like I said mine already. So I'm not going to rehash what I said before.
0: Yeah. No big calls on your end? Um, I'll give one. Oh, we got a big call.
1: Patty Cripps will get off. Hey. Carlton will challenge it. They'll get him off.
0: And he gets off the entire two weeks or he gets one? Gets, gets reduced to two weeks it's a big call.
1: I don't know. I just have a feeling that um, when someone presents a case to, as to why it shouldn't, I feel like that, that sort of action can be, as we said before, didn't get paid a free kick. It's a footy action. I was on the ball the whole time. I feel like they obviously someone that explains it a bit better and you get a proper lawyer. Yeah, because if you're, you know, if you're mounting the case, he's six You've weeks. got a proper lawyer there representing him and obviously Cripps in the room as well. I feel like they can explain it enough to to get him off.
0: Yeah, I don't mind that. So well, I've got a – I don't know if it's a big call. Oh, no, it probably is a big call. I think if Cripps gets off and they wait till a little bit later in the week, maybe like a Wednesday or Thursday, and then he gets off, I think it lifts the boys up and they get the job done. Interesting. You okay, go, what a story that would be. That would be a good story. i yeah. it. It suits us if you don't do that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I like it. It's good. I can see it. So off, the cuff, off the cuff, big calls. Don't mind that. So off the cuff, yeah. there was a, wasn't even an intro tune for it this yeah. week. So <laughs> You can, <laughs> well, tell they,
1: we can tell we've had a long weekend. My previous big calls uh starting to look very good. My future ones. Well, I'll list through them. Clarko to North. Yeah, yeah. Buddy leaving Sydney.
0: Yeah, you did say that. Yeah, yeah. Not bad, right? yeah, looking at the cameras.
1: <laughs> Don't you worry, I'm going to put a reel up There's our, I say, There's that, our reel for the week. When that happens, Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we should probably wrap up there. <laughs> yeah, you, you're starting <laughs> to lose the plot. Let's, let's oh, call quiz it quits while
0: we're ahead, mate.
1: All right, well, uh, yeah, enjoy round 22 and, um, yeah, we'll chat to you all next week.